I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Overcome the pressure with laughter When I do it 
all your heart and prosper. Do it to just a part and fail. The service is the worship. So let the will of the most high prevail.
Joyful exaltations to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Woman Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tanay. I'm humbled and grateful for your presence here this evening. Tonight's topic is consciousness shifting, components and levels thereof, part one. Consciousness shifting. There's consciousness shifting right now, and we're witnessing it. And we're a part of it. We're going to start off with the praise up. And we're going to turn to the Bible. To Bible verses about conscience. Isaiah thirty twenty one, And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee. Saying. This is the way. Walk ye in it. When ye turn to the right hand. And when ye turn to the left. Romans 2.15, which shew the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts that mean while accusing or else excusing one another. Hebrews 10.22, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. 1 Timothy 1.5 Now the end of the commandment is charity out of a pure heart and of good conscience and of faith unfeigned. 1 John 2.27 But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you. But as the same anointing teaches you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie. And even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. First Timothy one nineteen, Holding faith and a good conscience, which having a way concerning faith have made shipwreck. 1 Peter 3.16, having a good conscience that whereas 
they speak evil of you, as of evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. Titus 1.15 Unto the pure all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. Romans 13.15 Wherefore ye must needs be subject not only for wrath, but also for conscience' sake. 1 John 1 9. If we confess our sins, full and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Acts 23 1. And Paul earnestly, beholding the council, said, Men and brethren, I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day. Hebrew 13.18 Pray for us, for we trust we have a good conscience in all things willing to live honestly. In Hebrews 9.14 How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Purge your conscience of dead works. As the as this consciousness that's that's permeating throughout all of us, it's shifting in mankind. And there are those that are opposed to it and those that cling to it and those that don't understand what's going on. For all those in between, we're going to break it down this evening. The six consciousness shifts that mankind is experiencing right now, as well as how the consciousness shift may be affecting you. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme. Blessings and grace. Let's 
with knowledge and what if I will some so me hell is majesty who wear the triple crown with the powers of the money well I turn them down my God is not a God to lie he's all in us a rock so you can't wish over any time me reach a river Jordan me not turn me back me have me cross over no weapon form against me shall prosper no plague no pestilence they have to pass over Powerful is his name, he is strong to deliver and he's mighty to save. Above him there's no other, he's worthy to be praised. The omnipotent, the ancient of days. No lamb to no slaughter, he's the lion with the mane. The rock of Gibraltar, he's forever the same. The greatest Messiah, king of all kings. With him nothing is impossible, he can do all things. My God is not a God to lie. He's all in us a rock, so you can't push over. Anytime you reach a river. No weapon form against me shall prosper. No plague, no pestilence. They have to pass over. They have to pass over. And Queen Esther, her beloved daughter, in the eyes of the king, she found sweet favor. To her people, the truth, she was a great deliverer. And she did this with the help of the lion of Judah, the earth's rightful ruler.
up with doing this if you don't see the reason why You're falling back cause you're living right What kind of life is that? You shot a boss in the world Which way do you move when every way you're killing a life And every day you're losing sight You're good, your soul is good, your word is good, babe
don't have time for conspiracy from both. I am recollecting and respecting my bros. This is them with me, you feel me? It's them we can show. You for looking at us as we they try. Ancestors clearly connecting through my Fuss is what they call it, call it, call it. But it's that cold forgiving knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. Can we please just stop it? I'm done now. It's time we wake up and break down. Babylon. It must come fall down. Oh, oh, It must go fall down. Oh, oh, Tapping into Ori connecting within. 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 I'm so confused as why we just go ahead and lie. It's the truth, country, so we got to swallow pride. Recognize the pain that you may have inside. Overstand, I don't judge, I reflect, so there's no need to hide. Please don't you wait. We are on our misquirt. If you know better, then do better. Or things will get worse. It's up to we, it's not for them. Get to the roof, find your stem. How? By tapping the power within. It must come fall down, oh, oh, oh. It must go fall down, oh, oh, oh. Tapping into Ori connecting within. 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 Tapping into all and connecting within. Because without, we'll be lost. Consciousness shifts mankind is experiencing right now. Absolutely everything is a wave of energy. And there are new and many energies taking place on Earth. We've shifted consciousness. But we're still using old reflections to create our reality. Abundance in all aspects of life is now much easier to achieve in the new vibration and a confidence in our abilities will soon magnify to great levels in the coming years. There will be some obstacles and challenges ahead. But know that the following shifts in our being are happening right now as all humans are born into spiritual wealth without practice. It's innate. The most high is an I. And you, and you, and you. Overstand. We are the pieces to the puzzle. So we got to fit into ourselves. 
before we can fit all the other pieces together. Vibrating frequencies build a virtual construct that makes you think you are in a physical world. Overstand. It's physical, it's spiritual, it's, exis- it's existential, it's metaphysical, multidimensional. This is our destiny. That's why we're all here. So now we have to continue to play this game called Earth at a level never played before. You're still playing with the three-dimensional rules in a fifth-dimensional world, but you're quickly learning how to make the transition by shifting your energy. See, all these media, technological, outside forces and sources are made to distract us from our innate purposes. They're made to keep you in a state of otherness outside of yourself where the most high resides. It's a constant pummeling. It's a pummeling. They're just pummeling us with fear and rejection and isolation. Think about all the areas of wellness, wellness, whether they be physical, mental, social, lifestyle, morals, the spiritual aspects of life, the spiritual aspects of life. They are all enveloped and affected by energy. How you think, feel, and act is all energetic, right or wrong, black and white good and bad. The duality game in its current form. The most important thing you can do right now is the whispering to your heart. Connect with your heart. Shout to get your attention. So you must listen very closely to the messages you are receiving. So the first shift is the realization of the eternal nature of your being. See, this is a phase and a place. We don't die. We move on to the next phase and place to get us closer to the most high in each step, in each learning process. You are a mortal in a physical vessel. Your physical vessel is a balance of well-being that is certain for all of us. We've all shared pain and part of the process of integration is the understanding of why it exists. Why does the pain exist? Whatever pains individually that you're going through, the pain is a lesson. And until you learn it and heal it, it'll keep hurting. 
Okay, you have to choose to push through the physical barriers. You've been conditioned that you must naturally contract disease, take drugs to fix them. This is not so. We know of the nature of the Most High. We've just been distracted from it. You can't believe the lies. You will know the eternal nature of your being, and you will enjoy putting down your burdens and stop struggling to defend and guard against things you feel have gone wrong and must be made right. This is where most of the pain resides. You have to tap into the most high within you. It's then and only then that the fixing can take place. It's required by egos. The egos, they have to let go. Let go any resistance and hold yourself in steady alignment. Won't that be magnificent? Holding yourself in steady alignment. This is where you're headed because we are divine beings of light. And as long as you answer the call of the Most High within you, you will master your path. You no longer need to allow fear and resistance to be the subject of your life or to subject your life to pain. That's external. Moving away from this and transitioning more to love. We can't let the hate win. Fighting hate with hate is futile. Realize the eternal nature of your being and let that vibration ascend and transcend and touch others. And shift in vital and spiritual energy. Vital energy makes up about 70% of total subtle energy and sustains the physical body, mind, intellect, and ego. It is distributed through subtle channels which connect special points of intensity, most popularly known as chakras. Understand? This constructs the physical, voluntary, and involuntary actions and the subtle body, conscious, subconscious mind, intellect, and ego. It's prevalent throughout the body and supplies energy to the cells, nerves, arteries, lymph, etc. Spiritual energy lies dormant in a person until activated. Okay, these concepts cannot be measured with current technology. Those who have practiced meditation and spiritual principles at the qualitative and quantitative level have assisted in the continual grace of principles that leads these spiritual forces on the right path. 
However, the shift in global frequencies and fifth-dimensional concepts is allowing all of, of, of humanity to earn spiritual wealth simultaneously. See, our energies connect to each other. Oneness is wellness. You know, energetic harmony. Imagine creating a unified harmony through eight trillion cells and vibrating them into health and well being. Humming mm, itself produces overtones that can heal your body, your mind, and your spirit. You will begin loving your voice. And humming or singing from day to day to assist in the to assist in the acceleration of your spiritual growth. You are an instrument. Tune it. Use it. Play it. Sustain it. It will come natural to you. You will begin feeling mystic, silent overtones vibrating through your cells and body. This will also awaken your deepest desires to be unified with the overtones of love and the Most High, which is love, understand. And it will help break down the stiffness and pain and facilitate your spirit body to flow. Your spirit body. Just reconnecting with yourself. Sit inside yourself. Feel what it feels like. It's going to be a little uncomfortable at first because you're so used to being outside of yourself. We have to be at home within. As you begin to break down the veil, you'll realize You have a shared pain on this planet, and it's not your own. It's connected to everyone and everything. There's a beauty in that shared pain, and you will learn to see it for what it is through energetic harmony. And you will move past specific body pain you thought was your own when it was actually part of the collective. Once embraced, the pain will cease to exist. You have to learn from it. Let this pain go because you will understand the origin. And many of you will heal from pain and diseases in ways you will think are miracles. But it will be your connection with the Most High. Overstand the I and I. Energetic causation. Energetic causation. What scientific studies have failed to address on this planet is causation. They have tried through many different methods to obtain conclusive results in their scientific research through a countless number of double-blind, placebo-controlled, and random studies 
which are considered the highest standards for scientific experiments. Scientific studies can only derive correlations. Okay? Correlations. Diseases are primarily third-dimensional experiences, which will cease to exist when we learn to remain on higher dimensions. We can't keep letting ourselves be pulled down backpedaling it's time to stand within alignment within self remaining at the higher levels of dimensions and then we'll begin to have a better understanding of the effect of energetic resonance and the effects of that on all physical things The physics and the metaphysics will soon combine. The physics and the metaphysics. Energetic causation. An energetic transfer and reflection. If somebody says something that offends you, it's because your vibrational field contained an element that needed to be addressed. You will see people differently within your spirit. Thank them for being that reflection. And the transfer of energy was necessary for you to recognize your own vibration. Energetic transfer and reflection. As opposed to holding on to everything that's being thrown at us. It doesn't have to stick. Reflect and transfer. Overstand. Polarity consciousness. Polarity consciousness and neutrality. Hierarchies have been formed creating further degrees of separation. Good, better, best. Good for you may be best for me. Overstand. We will begin uniting and accepting each other as equals. And we have to pass that to our children, liberating successive generations from the shackles of duality. Life's experiences which are now viewed in extreme polarity and prejudice. Being present being present within yourself, you'll be able to have the observation of love, allowing and accepting joy and happiness and enlightenment. The only thing left to really Overstand that you are a divine being of light and your true nature, your true nature must be shown. The pace is now accelerating. And the coming changes will also be met by shifts in the monetary system and the political landscape as, as, as we've seen. 
as well as modifications in social and economic infrastructures. And this is going to happen sooner than later. So you have to have stability and alignment and co-signment with the Most High within you, within the eye. And many of these events will happen simultaneously. And when the greater cycles begin, you will know. It will be difficult, but that's the time to be centered and focused on the age of empowerment. You are an empowered human. Own your mastery. Own it. Be the masterpiece, overstand. The masterpiece that has mastered peace. Polarity, consciousness, and neutrality. Energetic transfer and reflection. Energetic causation. Energetic harmony. Vital and spiritual energy in the realization of the eternal nature of your organic being. And so the essence of it is that we're shifting from our current limited state to a higher vibration and a level of consciousness, a more spiritually evolved state. We, are be, we have to, we have to, and we are evolving beyond the state in which fear and violence and struggle and strife can thrive. As I was looking at the events that happened in Charlottesville, Virginia, and all of those white men marching with tiki torches filled with citronella, screaming blood and soil, they seemed like children to me, throwing a tantrum. They don't want the shift to happen. But don't let the media fool you. It wasn't thousands or tens of thousands. It was some. Because there's always some that want to straggle at the end of the line and not cooperate. We have to reflect on that and transfer it to what it is. They spoiled children. You know, and we're moving into a higher vibration and level of consciousness. See it for what it is. We're growing into a more enlightened state of being. Unity, peace, cooperation, compassion, harmony, and freedom. For many our many of our current limitations. We've seen it happen within the last decade. Act like you're a success. Act like you're whole. Act like you're loved. Okay, this shift is being catalyzed by an increase of divine evolutionary light pouring into Earth's atmosphere. And this light is a force beyond all evolution throughout the universe. 
the process of creating things, folding in its full divine potential and moving up the ladder of consciousness. We are currently experiencing a long, sometimes rocky transition into this higher state. And this phase may be, like, may be likened to cosmic growing pains. The transition happened, you know, in, in the 60s, right? Gradually escalating in intensity ever since. With a few significant leaps thrown in for good measure. The process, a process of awareness, and we can't let the shadows of stupidity distract us. There's no looking down. Some of these transitions will be increased intuitive abilities, knowing that you know that you know. Right, experiencing a greater degree of divine support and guidance in one's life. Feeling more bliss and grace in one's own meditations. Discovering new creative abilities. Reaching new insights. And gaining deeper self-understanding. Experiencing more cosmic coincidences or synchronicities. A feeling of a deeper connectedness with spirit and with all life. And so being a part of this spiritual awakening, the best way to deal with this is to meditate daily. Daily meditation is ideal for relaxing and allowing the intense energies of the most high to flow through you rather than resisting them. Facilitating the process of raising your consciousness and vibration and for letting go of your limiting old baggage. Stay centered. Staying centered. While you go about your day, try to remember as often as possible to shift your attention back to the calm inner center you've touched upon in meditation. See, it's like a rhythmic tuning. Once you get into that realm of self-substantiation within the most high, within yourself, and you feel what that feels like, sit in it for as long as you can. So then when you come out of it, you know how to retune yourself without even having to close your eyes. One effective method for doing this is simply paying attention to your breathing. For a few moments when you're getting stressed or in between tasks, just focus on your breath. Remembering to stay centered is a very effective way to reduce stress as well as a good way to get us used to living in a higher vibration. Right now, we're being subjected to powerful upward and downward pulling energies. So shifting back into your calm center as often as possible helps you stay aligned with the upward pull. 
Learn to trust in higher guidance and assistance. There is so much support available. from the unseen realms to help us move through this difficult transition. And on a practical note, get plenty of vitamin B. Overstand. Vitamin B. And try to remember that these are extraordinary times. Our old definition of normal and normal behavior (laughs) no longer apply. Everything is amplified, including our quirks and fears. So go easy on yourself and love yourself and love the most high inside of yourself and stay centered. The sixth shift in consciousness. Consciousness is an interconnected experience, and we all affect each other. So when in doubt, be kind. When in doubt, be kind. Then you don't have to rewind, understand. You don't have to go backwards and fix it. How you think, feel, and act is all energetic. And the next week, I'm going to come down and break down the seven shamanic levels of consciousness, right, that the shamans speak of. You know, Sankofa, right? If you don't learn from your past, you're doomed to repeat it. We need to know and accept the wisdom of the ancients. We can piecemeal and take what feels right and look to the ones that took the time to gain expertise, you know? There's a disturbance, and we have to discover the real medicine, and that's us. We are our own medicine. We're our own medicine and the power to heal within our mind. I'm going to take a music moment and come back with the going gnosis. Blessings and grace.
blessings and grace as we move forward into the go and no Your news infused with consciousness. As we move into thehill.com, hundreds march through Atlanta to condemn the violence in Charlottesville. Hundreds of people took to the street in Atlanta on Saturday to protest the violence at White Nationalist Rally early in the day in Charlottesville, Virginia. Several civil rights groups led the Atlanta march, which was one of several held across the county. So praise for the movement of forward-thinking energy gathering together over stand to stand up to the negativity in Atlanta. And also, here's what's been going on at the Charlottesville rally. Anything goes in Charlottesville, apparently. So first, keep in mind that the police declared today's protest unlawful following the night before events. And since then, the white nationalists have been going nonstop. The, the different protesters are chanting, hell, Trump. And Jews will not replace us. Jews. Jews will not replace us, and you will not replace us. Ex-KKK leader David Duke was on the scene and said that that day represented a turning point. This represents a turning point for the people of this country. We are determined to take back our country. We are going to fulfill the promises of Donald Trump. That's, what, that's what's believed in. That's why we voted for Trump, because he said he was going to take our country back. And that's what we got to do. That's the sentiment that's going through a few. And so Donald Trump held a press conference to discuss the egregious hatred, bigotry, and violence that took place for over 12 hours in Charlottesville, Virginia. In the late evening hours, white nationalist, the new politically correct term for racist, is also called alt-right or white thugs, marched through the campus of the University of Virginia in the small Democrat town of Charlottesville, chanting one people, one nation, and immigration, blood and soil, you will not replace us, Jews will not replace us, white lives matter. The white thugs were part of a Unite the Right protest and carried lit tiki torches filled with citronella. Keep away the mosquitoes, of course. Some wore Trump's Make America Great Again hats, and some reportedly wore swastikas. They all left their hoods and capes at home. And not a cop in sight. Virginia's governor reportedly stated he had the National Guard on standby in case the riot of peaceful protests got out of control, but they conveniently missed the rioters fighting among themselves that night. By the morning, the riot protest was still in effect posting hate propaganda on the streets of Charlottesville, like one that read, Stop the rapes. Over 100 white women are raped or sexually assaulted by black men every day in the United States. Stop the crime. Blacks are 136 times more likely to commit a violent crime against whites than vice versa. Stop the murder. Blacks commit 50% of all murders despite being only 12% of the population. Bloodandsoil.org. Stop the blacks. 
And there's an actual cartoon character of a black man raping a white woman on the poster with all the words I just read. As the pitiful group of farmers, truck drivers, and wealthy white heirs gathered for more attention, more fights, and bickering began to break out, this time between the rioters and the citizens of Charlottesville. Um, There were also people there shouting Black Lives Matter and that Black Lives Matter here. And what's interesting about this, if you see the media, it was mostly white Americans fighting white Americans. At one point, one of the white nationalists got in his car, his van, and ran through the protesters that were chanting Black Lives Matter and that Black Lives Matter here. And a woman was killed and several were injured. Still no visible cops seen trying to stop the violence. Authorities finally decided to step in after a gray transport, um, excuse me, a gray sports car plowed into a group of citizens who were representing Black Lives Matter and protesting against the white nationalists. The driver injured at least 19 people and killed one. And the police reportedly said they didn't think at the time that the driver had malicious intent. So Charlottesville Democratic Mayor Mike Siner urged citizens to go home via Twitter. You know, so lots of people are coming out saying that there's no excuse for refusing to denounce white supremacy wherever it arises. We must stand up against hate and violence at all costs. And so protesters also take to the streets of downtown Los Angeles over the deadly Virginia rally, according to NBCLosAngeles.com. Protesters took to the streets of downtown Los Angeles Saturday evening to condemn racism after deadly violence erupted at a white nationalist rally in Virginia. Demonstrators carrying handwritten signs such as F white supremacy could be heard chanting no KKK, no fascist USA in Pershing Square. A similar gathering took place in Orange County around 6.30. Anti-racist groups in Santa Ana to rally in opposition to the message of hate. The answer is hope, not hate, the group said in news release. Early in the day, a car plowed into a crowd of people in Charlottesville, Virginia, peacefully protesting what is believed to be the largest group of white nationalists to come together in a decade. The driver was later Um, identified as James Alex Fields. He'd been charged with second-degree murder, three counts of malicious wounding, and one count related to leaving the scene. A bond hearing is scheduled for Monday. Shortly after the crash, the energetic frequencies, still God bless the family, it reverberated off the earth into the sky because Virginia State Police helicopter that officials said was assisting with the rally crashed outside of Charlottesville, killing the pilot, terrible. The governor declared a state of emergency, and then the police dressed in riot gear and ordered the people out. The group had gathered to protest the plans to remove a statue of Confederate Robert E. Lee, and others arise to protest the racism. Now, if there was statues of Hitler... 
in towns across America. People would be rallying to, you know, take those statues down. So why must one see Robert E. Lee, who fought to keep people enslaved in their town or in any other town for that matter? Why should one be subjected to demoralization on a daily generational basis? Now, Donald Trump took another press conference where he stated, you know, well, George Washington, I'm paraphrasing, George Washington held slaves and Thomas Jefferson had a lot of slaves. So we should stop venerating him and them. And I say, yes. Why not speak on the presidents that came before Washington? Do your research ones. There were six to eight presidents before George Washington who, who were reportedly Moors. See, there's hidden history and there are lies and illusions and veils and clouds and smoke screens and main stages and sideshows all distracted to keep you interacted overstand so that you don't find yourself and the wellness of wealth that resides within you as a piece of the spirit of the Most High. And so an Atlanta gym is under fire is under fire for banning police officers and military. Now I thought this was very interesting because um an Atlanta gym owner who prohibits police officers and active military members from joining says he's received death threats and a barrage of hate mail, but his rule still stands. Jim Chambers, who is a white American, owns EAV Barbell Club in East Atlanta Village. Ignited nationwide anger this week after word got out that about his handwritten sign proclaiming no effing cops. It's not a new policy. It has been our policy since we opened about a year and a half ago, Chambers told the Huffington Post on Wednesday, saying he was fielding three to four angry phone calls per minute. Chambers explained that his rule, which does not target veterans, is nothing personal and is not an endorsement of violence. He and many of his members, who he said use the facility to hold activist meetings, are anti-military and pro-cop abolition, he said. Cop abolition, anti-military. Some of them are also LGBTQ and of various racial backgrounds, and they don't necessarily like the police. We are indicting systems. We are not indicting individuals, he said. I like the way he phrased that. We are indicting systems. The shitstems, right? We are indicting the shitstem. We are not indicting individuals, he said. His decision to post this particular sign in Atlanta, which Atlanta station WXIA-TV drew attention on on Wednesday, followed last month's fatal police shooting of a Mississippi man named Ishmael Lopez, Chambers said. Officers shot Lopez at his home after they went to his address by mistake. God bless Lopez, Ishmael Lopez and his family. The police went to his house by mistake during their pursuit of someone else, authorities told HuffPost at this time. Lopez's shooting death left me really angry, Chambers said. 
following that same theme, a post on EAV Barbells Club Facebook page on Wednesday, Wednesday noted a three-year anniversary of the police shooting death of Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri. I actually subsidize the place, and we don't change people who can't afford to pay. Most of our members are bartering time by manning the desk for a little bit. So it sounds as if he's doing some sort of co-opting as well, which is a wonderful idea. Of course, not of all Chambers members are politically active, he noted. We have members who are only interested in weightlifting, and they don't care about politics. All right, so what I found interesting about the story was that the police and the military can be banned from places without legal recourse because they are not designated they are not designated as special persons or a special group who knew okay lawyers also told the station that it would be up to a court to decide if if um, EAV Barbell's club policy is violating, violating any anti-discrimination law, as law enforcement officers are not a protected class. Now, if these people are out here risking their lives for their country and for these corporations and for these streets, why aren't they a protected class? That's, that, that, that's, that's something to really look into. And who are all the, who are, who make up? all of the protected classes in this country, you know? And on businessinsider.com, these are the seven countries at risk of becoming demographic time bombs. Hong Kong. In Hong Kong, the government is faced with the striking gender imbalance. Women outnumber men at nearly every age bracket above 25. The imbalance is mainly due to men seeking women up north in mainland China as the women there are sometimes viewed less choosy than in Hong Kong, according to experts in gender studies. Each year, the city also brings in thousands of foreign domestic helpers who are almost always female from countries like Indonesia and the Philippines. And so the two trends have coalesced into a tense climate for younger generations. And Singapore. Singapore has the lowest fertility rate in the world with just 0.81, 0.81 children per woman, the lowest fertility rate in the world. On August 9, 2012, the Singaporean government held National Night, an event sponsored by the breathment company Mentos to encourage couples to let their patriotism explode. Like Japan, the country is also experiencing widespread aging without younger generations to replace them. The economy could begin to shrink. And China... A fifth of the world's population lives in China, but with a fertility rate of 1.6 and a culture that's becoming more reclusive, men and women are increasingly choosing not to date, let alone get married and have children. There are entire, entire industries devoted to live stream stars with millions of viewers, men primarily, who pay to watch people sing, dance, or just eat soup. Multiplied out, they have created a generation that often prefers time alone. And South Korea. Many of the challenges facing Japan are making their way to South Korea, namely long work hours with less consideration for family planning. 
But that hasn't stopped the government from trying other schemes. With the fertility rate of just 1.25 children per woman, the government has offered cash incentives, cash incentives to people who have more than one child. And the United States is on this list. In 2016, the U.S. had a record low birth rate, according to provisional 2016 data from the Centers for Disease Control that brought the general fertility rate among women 15 to 44 to 62 births per 1,000 women. 62 births per 1,000. Shifting views on gender roles over the years have caused more women to enter the labor force. In addition, millennials are are increasingly choosing to forego parenting in an effort to move up in their careers, pay off their massive student loan debts, and gain financial independence from their parents. And Spain. Fertility rates in Spain are creeping downward uh, while unemployment is rising. About half of all young people don't have a job. It's the second highest rate in Europe beyond Greece. The combat to worrying trends, the Spanish government hired a special commissioner in January 2017 to investigate ways to try to reverse the trend. And last but not least, Italy. With a fertility rate of 1.43, well below the European average of 1.58, Italy has taken a controversial approach to encouraging citizens to have more children. The country's been running a series of ads reminding Italians that the time may be running out and that children just don't come out of just don't come out of nowhere. Beauty knows no age, fertility does. One ad says, "Get going, don't wait for the stork," said another. So when you hear these these stories that say, you know, that there's not going to be enough food. These people are not reproducing. So there will be enough food. There's always double talk and spin. But this is sad that all these countries bought into the myth. Long work hours, paying off student loans, as opposed to having a family and love and a connection. Watching people eat soup online. Like, what's the point? Distraction from action. And so um, Colin Kerpernick supporters are planning an August 23rd rally outside of NFL headquarters. Supporters of unemployed quarterback Colin Kerpernick are planning another rally this month in front of the NFL headquarters in Manhattan on August 23rd. Kerpernick is still a free agent, and some believe that has everything to do with the former 49ers' controversial decision last season to kneel during the national anthem while he protested racial oppression and police brutality in the, in the U.S. On Tuesday morning, director Spike Lee, who early this year called for the Jets to sign Kerpenick, tweeted out an image promoting the August 23rd rally. Multiple organizations are involved in the protest, including the Justice League NYC and the Empowerment Movement. The Daily News noted Tuesday that Kerpenick's name is misspelled on the poster. Even though his last name is obstructed in the image, it's clear that the first E is missing. Some media reports initially speculated Lee was organizing the event. But he later clarified on Twitter, I did not organize and set up this protest. However, I will support my brother and his stance on the injustices in the USA. To those that are interested, August 23rd in Manhattan, NFL headquarters, there'll be a protest. 
And on ABC15.com, there are fleas in northern Arizona that test positive for the plague. So if one has pets, be extra careful. And the plague, ancient disease. In a Thursday release, officials said fleas located in the Doney Park area tested positive for the disease. Last week, fleas collected in the Red Lake area, approximately five miles north of Wisdom, Williams, also tested positive. The Public Health Service District is reportedly notifying residents, and the boroughs located on private property will be treated. Officials will be closely monitoring the area to determine if further action is necessary. So that's in Cosino County. And then in Navajo County, um, fleas collected in the Taylor area also tested positive for the Yersinia pestis plague on, um, on Friday as well. So officials are urging residents to reduce their exposure to disease. Dogs are encouraged to be kept on leashes, and cats are highly susceptible to the plague. Sick cats, especially ones that are allowed to roam outside, should receive a proper diagnosis and treatment to reduce human exposure. Authorities say also um, a sudden die-off of prairie dogs and rodents may indicate that the plague is present or, or, or has spread. Anyone who has noticed a sudden decrease in rodents or rabbits, if your area has rodents or rabbits and you don't see as many, you're encouraged to contact your health department. Okay, we're going to take a music moment and come back with technology. Grace and blessings. Poverty. 
Of it all. 
securing a place, a generation of it all. The making the plan real of it all. The making the plan real of it all. The making the plan real of it all. The constantly being in prayer of it all. Living within a dare of it all. Of it all. Not my 
Lessons and Grace, and we're back with the technology. On 3Ds.org, doctors in China replaced 5 feet 5 inches of a cancer patient vertebrae with the titanium 3D printed implants. Doctors in China have completed a highly complex cervical vertebrae replacement using 3D printed bones. 3D printed bones. The 28-year-old patient had been diagnosed with chondrosarcoma, a rare form of bone cancer. Chondrosarcoma, a form of cancer that affects bone cartilage, is prone to relapse and therefore difficult to treat with chemotherapy. So when the 28-year-old Jay Wang was found to have the cancer in her neck, her medical team in Shanghai decided to try something new. Wynn's tumor was encroaching on six of the seven bones in her cervical vertebrae, and doctors decided it would, be, it would have to be removed. Unfortunately, this meant that the damaged bones would also need to be removed, leaving a gaping hole in the neck area of the patient's spine. 
Because of the length of the damaged spine, there was no appropriate implant available on the Chinese market. So after several consultations, doctors and Shanghai, Shenzhen Hospital, decided to attempt something nobody had ever done before. Replace Wynn's cancerous bones with 3D printed replicas. That's the age we're living in. Although 3D printing has been used to print replacement vertebrae in the past, the sheer size of Wynn's tumor meant the Chinese doctor were venturing into uncharted territory. The process of 3D printing the artificial bones took around three weeks with a scale model of Wynn's vertebrae used to accelerate the process. The final replacement bones were 3D printed in titanium alloy and measured 5 feet 5 inches long. Making the bones, however, wasn't even the hard part. The hard part, of course, was putting 3D printed bones into Wynn and making sure the patient got through the procedure unscathed. But thanks to spinal surgeon Zhao Zhanru, who led the proceedings, Wynn had little fear. The operation to implant the 3D printed vertebrae was carried out in July and took 13 grueling hours first to remove the cancerous bones, and then to implant the 3D-printed replacements. And the procedure was a success, and Wynn is now recovering. Doctors say she can walk, though she's having trouble turning her head in a comfortable way. So there are 3D-printed bones made of titanium alloy. Okay? And also in um, USA Today, this printed skull bone into a man's head. And they're saying it could mark a new era, of course. Only a decade ago, the idea of printing parts of the human body through 3D printing was still in the realm of science fiction. According to Dr. Gupta, assistant professor of neurosurgery at the Rutgers Robert Wood Johnson Medical School. But on March 28th, he successfully inserted a 3D printed skull implant into, into a patient, Christopher Cahill of New Brunswick, New Jersey, during a four-hour surgery. So Cahill suffered an injury to the frontal lobe in early 2017 that resulted in life-threatening brain swelling. After emergency surgery relieved the swelling, Gupta determined that Cahill's skull was unusable because of an infection in the skull. Gupta turned to 3D printing as the best solution to replace the missing skull bone. So the three-dimensional objects are manufactured from a two-dimensional digital file. And it's becoming increasingly popular in the production of medical services because of its precision and accuracy, Gupta says. So they are printing skull, frontal lobes, <laughs> and vertebrae. Okay? And on another note, on abc.net.au, now there's the Internet of Incarceration, how AI could put an end to prisons as we know them. So as dean of Swinburne University's law school, um, Dan Hunter is working to have most wardens replaced by a system of advanced artificial intelligence connected to a network of high-tech sensors called the Technological Incarceration Project. Technological Incarceration Project. The idea is to is to make not so much an internet of things as an internet of incarceration. An internet of incarceration. Professor Hunter's team is researching an advanced form of home detention. 
an advanced form of home detention using artificial intelligence, machine learning algorithms, and lightweight electronic sensors to monitor convicted offenders on a 24-hour basis. If we had to use human beings, the cost of monitoring every single type of interaction would be would be more expensive, prohibitively expensive, he says. But new technologies are now capable of providing automated surveillance at a fraction of that expense. He says using equipment that's already in existence or under development. Under his team's proposal, offenders would be fitted with an electronic bracelet or an ankle or an anklet capable of delivering an, inca an, an incapacitating shock. An incapacitating shock if an algorithm detects that a new crime or, or, or a violation is about to be committed. That assessment would be made by a combination of biometric factors, such as voice recognition and facial analysis. His vision is futuristic, but it isn't simply tech technological fetishism. He's convinced such automation would make for a better society. Under his proposal, the main costs of incarceration are borne by the offender and his or her family not by the state. While lawbreakers are isolated from each other, decreasing the risk of offenders becoming hardened by the system. While technology has transformed our society, the jails of the 21st century operate pretty much as they did 100 years ago. We are now at the point now where we can fundamentally rethink the way in which we incarcerate people, Professor Hunter says. If what we want to do is we want to keep the community safe, if we want to have the greatest possibility of rehabilitation of the offender, and if we want to save money, then there are, are alternatives to prison that actually make a lot of sense. The justice system of major Anglosphere countries, Anglosphere countries, overstand that term, Anglosphere, including Australia, have a long history of favoring retribution over Law and order issues are a political perennial. In early 2016, then-British Conservative Prime Minister David Cameron threw his weight behind prison reform, announcing a major policy rethink for the UK with an emphasis on developing the sorts of home detention technologies proposed by the Swinburne Project. The Prime Minister's plan also involved the creation of six new reform prisons in England and Wales, declaring the failure of the current system scandalous. So they're going into technical incarceration. It's called the Technical Incarceration Project. The new era. Right? The new era using biometrics. And so um, on fastcompany.com, this new tire has no air and is 3D printed from biodegradable materials. A new tire that uses no air and is 3D printed from biodegradable materials. The vision, a new tire wheel combination for Michelin, means the clean car of the future can have clean tires as well. In recent years, there's been an undeniable explosion in talk about the automobile of the future. It'll be self-driving, we imagine, powered by electricity instead of gas. It'll be silent, efficient, catering to our every need as passengers, 
um, even in the case of this Mercedes-Benz, they have a new Mercedes-Benz going so far to offer full spa treatments, (laughs) but really is a similar attention devoted to the thing that propels the vehicle forward, the car. So the, so the tire of the future does have quite the same consumer appeal as the car of the future, but Michelin is making the case for this category nonetheless. And for good reason, anywhere from 15 to 38 liters of petroleum are required to produce standard tires, which what's worn through often make their way to landfills, where they decompose and release hazardous toxins into the soil and the atmosphere. So the new Michelin vision concept is a 3D printed airless wheel tire combination composed of organic biodegradable materials, including orange zest, bamboo, molasses, wood, and natural rubber, instead of a runner inner tube that maintains its structure with regular injections of air, the vision is more solid, sponge-like structure. Um, picture a 3D spider web molded into a shape of a wheel. While the web-like structure is still a prototype, Terry Getty's Michelin Global, head of R&D tells Fast Company, they're looking at a 10 to 20-year rollout process. It signals an important new era for innovation in the transportation sector. To work on Vision, Getty says, began about a year and a half ago as entailed devising ways to switch out components of traditional tires with naturally derived ingredients. Now look at God. A tire made of orange zest, bamboo, molasses, wood, and natural rubber. Okay, where the technology meets the nature of the most high, wonderful things can happen. You know, wonderful things can happen. And you could 3D print it. On Hertz.ac.uk, two potentially habitable planets detected orbiting the nearest sun-like star. A new study by an international team of astronomers led by the University of Hertfordshire reveals that Tau Ceti, the nearest sun-like star about 12 light years away from the sun, has four Earth-sized planets orbiting it, two of which could be habitable. These four planets have masses as low as 1.7 Earth mass, making them among the smallest planets ever detected around the nearest sun-like stars. Two of them are super-Earths located in the habitable zone. So two super-Earths are located in the habitable zone of the star, thus could support liquid and surface water. These planets are detected by observing the wobbles in the movement of Tau Ceti. The newly discovered planets correspond to detecting variations in the movement of the star as low as 30 cm's, while 10 cm's is the upper limit required for detecting an Earth analog, a planet or moon with environmental conditions similar to those found on the planet Earth. So a milestone in the search for Earth analogs. Dr. Fabo Fang, research fellow at the University of Hertfordshire and lead researcher on the study, said, we're getting tantalizingly close to observing the correct limits required to detecting Earth-like planets. Our detection of such weak wobbles is a milestone in the search for Earth analogs and the understanding of the Earth's habitability through comparisons with these. Sun-like stars are thought to be the best targets for searching for habitable Earth-sized planets due to their similarity to the sun. Tau Ceti is very similar to the sun in its size and brightness. 
and they both host multiple planet systems. If the outer two planets around Tau Ceti are found to be rocky and habitable through methods such as direct imaging, then the star could be an optimal target for interstellar colonization. Why do they always want to go and just colonize like they think they can, okay? Optimal target for interstellar colonization, as alluded to in science fiction. Researchers concede, however, that, that the massive debris disk around the star probably reduces the current habitability of the planet due to intensive bombardments of asteroids and comets. So this is really interesting. They found, you know, we realized that we could see how the star's activity differed at different wavelengths and use that information to separate this activity from signals of planets, said Dr. Tomey. Since then, we've been painstakingly improving the sensitivity of our techniques, and can rule out two of the signals our team identified in 2013 as planets. But no matter how we look at the star, there seems to be at least four rocky planets orbiting it. So this, um, this enabled us to verify the existence of the two outer, potentially habitable planets in the system. So this was used um, using HARPS, overstand HARPS spectrograph, from the European Southern Observatory in Chile, and Keck Hires in Manuke, Hawaii. And um, this was in a peer-reviewed paper in the Astronomical Journal that's currently available online. Two potentially habitable planets 12 light years away. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace. Oh, 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 oh,
grace and blessings as we move forward into herbnology. These are some herbs for enhancing vitality. Quite often when people talk about health and and well-being, they overlook the rarely mentioned concept of vitality. What is vitality? Defined as the strength of the life force energy within the body. It's that abundant energy we experience when we truly feel at our best. While there are many factors that influence vitality, like breathing, diet, and exercise, there's a branch of herbology that that focuses specifically on plant compounds that enhance and augment vitality. Ginseng is probably the most common and popular of the vitality-enhancing herbs used today. Ginseng has been medically documented as having powerful impact on the endocrine system, enhancing physical endurance, mental energy, and clarity, and even increasing the absorption of nutrients in food. Medical research in Russia also showed ginseng to stimulate balance and blood pressure, and it's been used for thousands of years for its ability to enhance sexual desire. There are over 28 documented compounds in ginseng that are known to have powerfully beneficial effects for nearly every system in the body. So for ginseng to be effective, it must be consumed on a daily basis for extended periods of time. The reishi mushroom is another incredible supplement for vitality. Used for over 4,000 years throughout Asia, it's long sought after for its ability to remedy lung and liver issues and elevate one's mood and even eliminate arthritis in some cases. Rishi is found to be antiviral, anti-inflammatory, and loaded with antioxidants. It's considered an adaptogen. Rishi is beneficial for nearly every system in the body, and you can consume it in capsules or in tea. An overextended amount of time is recommended for the maximum benefit. A lesser-known route is maca, It's catching on as being a highly beneficial supplement for reducing fatigue. I personally use maca as well, enhancing energy and endurance, as well as being an effective adaptogen for everyday living. Maca contains 55 photochemicals that are known to have vitality-enhancing effects in the body. In addition to being incredibly mineral-dense and nutritious, its adaptogenic effects target the endocrine system specifically systematically increasing the health and vitality of the body. So maca can be consumed in capsules or powdered mixed into drinks and is most effective when used for several weeks at a time with intermittent breaks in consumption. Another fantastic mushroom is cordyceps. Cordyceps is the ginseng of mushrooms. Cordyceps are known to have a truly awesome effect on endurance and stamina. They've long been utilized by the Chinese Olympic teams for improving their athletic performance and recovery times in training. Research has shown that cordyceps are highly effective in treating respiratory ailments, enhancing aerobic performance, increasing sex drive, strengthening the immune system, as well as having anti-stress properties. So cordyceps are generally consumed in capsules or tinctures and used for several weeks to several months at a time. And astragalus, I use this one as well. Astragalus is a a herb that's long used in China for its immune system strengthening effects. Here in the West, it's becoming increasingly popular for the same reason. It's found to help restore compromised immune responses due to excessive stress and toxicity from the environment. 
cited as being extra beneficial for those with chronic immune deficiencies, it's recommended above echinacea for its ability to provide deeper assistance to those who've consumed large quantities of antibiotics and have become susceptible to infection. Astragalus is consumed through capsules, tinctures, or in a tea. For best results, it's used for several weeks to several months at a time. So in today's modern age, with unparalleled stress and toxicity, it's more important than ever to fortify and protect one's body from potential arm. And we have to look to the nature of the most high. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace.
It is time you open up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape. Your metaphysical mind. 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 Blessings and grace, and welcome to the metaphysics of the moment. In the beginning of the theme, I talked about the six shifts in consciousness that are happening to mankind right now. And so I look to the meaning of the number six in the Bible. The number six symbolizes man and human weakness, the evils of Satan and the manifestation of sin. Man was created on the sixth day. Men are appointed six days to labor. A Hebrew slave was to serve six years and be released in the seventh year. Six years were appointed for the land to be sown and harvested. The number six is also associated with with, um, Satan and his temptations of Jesus. The bringing together of three sixes is the number and the mark of the end-time beast of Revelation. As such, it it represents the very best system of governance that mankind can produce without God and under the constant influence of his chief adversary. Man's system on earth is made up of three parts, economic, religious, and governmental, all of which are influenced and led by Satan. When 666 is multiplied by 7, it equals 4,662, which depicts man's total imperfection under Lucifer when added across 4 plus 6 plus 6 plus 2 equals 18, and 18 divided by 3 is 6. Appearance of the number 6. Jephthah in the east served six years as a judge of Israel, Judges 12.7. And the Bible mentions six earthquakes, Exodus 19.18, 1 Kings 19.11, Amos 1.1, Matthew 27.54, 28.2, Acts 16.26. Jesus was accused six times of being demon-possessed, Mark 32, excuse me, Mark 3.22, John 720, 848, 852, 1020, and Luke 11:15. And so now I want to turn to the Metaphysical Bible Dictionary and look at the metaphysical meaning of growth. The metaphysical meaning of growth. So growth increased by assimilation of new substance, multiplication. We grow by incorporating spiritual substance into our consciousness. The law of growth is in beholding. When we behold the body as anything other than its divine idea, we hold it there. In error, sin, and discord, to behold ourselves free from these keeps us manifesting freedom. So we have to behold ourselves free from these things. And that keeps us manifesting freedom. So growth, spiritual, spiritual growth, the increase of God in man, the the increase of God in man, all growth is first in mind and depends on the standards we are holding in mind. A high spiritual standard has lifting power. It has lifting power. All growth and unfoldment are based on the law. What we earnestly desire and persistently affirm 
will be ours if we faint not. Galatians 6.9, if we faint not. Right? So the metaphysical meaning of faint-heartedness, faint-heartedness, uncourageous, uncourageous thoughts, right? A failure in faith, uncourageous thoughts, lacking ability, lacking efficiency. Those are symptoms of faint-heartedness, uncourageous thoughts, lacking efficiency. It shows a failure in faith. And so the metaphysical meaning of adjustment, adjustment, the rearrangement of thoughts according to the divine order of the Christ mind. Right? You have to make adjustments in order to shift in spiritual consciousness and for it to be stayed and steadied and aligned in time with your steps on the path. Right as it unwinds, <laughs> the rearrangement of thoughts according to the divine order of the Christ mind, a bringing of man's consciousness into exact correspondence with God's perfect harmony or heaven, and the crooked shall become straight, and the rough ways smooth. Luke three five, right? And the crooked shall become straight, and the rough ways smooth. Luke 3, 5. And the metaphysical meaning of ascension. Right? Ascension. The ascending or progressive unfoldment of man. The ascending or progressive unfoldment of man. From the animal to the spiritual. It's measured by three degrees or states of consciousness. First, the animal, second, the mental or or, or mental, and then the third, spiritual. Animal, mental, spiritual. Jesus first manifested himself as the man on the physical plane from which he was resurrected to the mental or psychial the psychial plane, from thence he ascended to the spiritual. So you have to get within yourself on the physical plane and resurrect the mental, the psychial plane, and then ascend to the spiritual plane by clothing yourself in the whole armor, the whole armor of the Most High. And I want to um, touch on Psalm 19 to the chief musician, a Psalm of David. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. Showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where the voice is not heard. Their line is gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. And them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. 
and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven and his circuit unto the ends of it. And there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. The law of the Lord is perfect, coveting the soul, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise. The statutes of the Lord are are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgment of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter as also the honey and the honeycomb. Moreover by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou from me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them have no dominion over me. Then I shall be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Yeshua's name. In Yeshua's name. Amen. So we have to grow and adjust, grow and adjust, grow and adjust, right? And reflect and transfer, okay? And hold steady. Hold steady within yourself and be aligned and in tuned and retuned because it's important. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
hallelujah. We now go follow the people with five more. Them chat all the things for them one get me out. Them never want to see we elevate low, but the blessing where we have them can't overthrow. Nothing what you do can get me down. We are the rise to the top. Sound the trumpet and sound it loud. He's my light, he wears the crown. Praise be to the Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This is a revival. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We are going to live with love and harmony. No but mine could never stop free. Praise be to the Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to praise him. We're going to praise him, yeah. We're going to praise him, yeah. We're going to praise him, yeah. Oh, 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 praise him every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Praise him every day.
blessings and grace. And so I'd like to um, big up the frequencies that helped shift tonight's energy, the music. That was just Benefield featuring Bajaka, and the song is called Tides, followed by um, Clear Angel, Praises Be, Sun Ra, Godspell, Jametta Rose, America, John Nine, Closer, Melody Amore, Your Next Move, Ocean, Not My President, Mariama Tanay, Nuance Groupings of It All, Black Amolo, Truth and Rights, Bodhisattva, Middle Passage, Georgia Ann Muldrow, Never in Vain, Maisie Blue, Sankofa, Zaki Ibrahim, Grow, Queen Omega, Passover, The Whitefield Brothers featuring Bajaka, Earthology, Don Tillman, You Can Be Who You Want To, and John Nine, Prosper. Next week, we will go, I will go into part two and delve into the seven shamanic levels of consciousness, as well as the nine key components of personal evolution. Understand, we must grow and adjust and reflect and protect the temple at all times. Blessings and grace, Jah willing, I will be here next week. I am so pleased and humbled by your presence. And thank you for the callers that call in each week and ones that download across the world. Your energy is received and reflected. In Yeshua's name, amen. Blessings and grace.
Come.